0: Welcome to the second series of Medrash Morsels, short but sweet midrashim designed for the whole family to share for Shabbos dessert. Shalom children, it's Rebbe giving you Medrash Morsels for Parshas Matos. In this week's Parshas Matos, there is a war, B'nai Yisrael versus Midian. Now, even though Midyan had five armies, we still won. We wiped them out completely. No Midyani survived. And our soldiers, the Holy Yiddish soldiers, not even one soldier was killed. Our army came back from the battlefield with the good news of victory, and plus, we have tons of spoils. What are spoils? Well, in those days, the winners were allowed to take all the stuff that belonged to the losers, to the defeated Darn army that lost the Midyanin, even their five kings, they were all dead. The Yidin became even richer than they were before, because they had already taken the spoils from Egypt and the spoils from the Yamsuf. Now they had the spoils of Midian. But now I'll tell you what the Medrash says about riches and about wealth. Wealth is oysher in Lashon HaKodesh. Oisher is a very valuable gift that Hashem gives to people, certain people. And with it, you can do very, very good things. A very wealthy man can use it for his main his main avoidance Hashem, spending his days giving out his wealth to worthy causes. But only when it is matnas shamayim. It's got to be a gift from shamayim, a gift from heaven, that comes as if from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's strength, Yimriyo HaNavi warns a rich person, Al yishalil, don't show off, don't be proud of it, realize that it is a matnas shamayim, a gift from shamayim. A matana of wealth that is not from Hashem won't last. The rich person is rich only meanwhile, but you'll see the rich person loses it all eventually. And the Medrash gives two examples of this, from a Jew and a Gentile. The rich Jew was Korach, they say that Korak was so rich he had thousands of warehouses and treasure chests full of gold and silver. Each warehouse needed a lock and key for security and safety. And he kept Korak kept those keys together on key rings. Those keys were so many that Korak needed three hundred donkeys just to carry his treasure house keys. Well, we all know what happened to Korak's wealth. It all got swallowed up in an earthquake with his family now the rich goy was none other than Haman HaRasha. the king Ahasuerus hung Haman and gave his wealth and his entire estate over to queen Esther and his arch enemy Mordechai became the manager of all that wealth why did Korach and Haman lose all of their wealth because it wasn't emetana from Hakadosh baruchu they snatched it i don't know the whole story but the megidge tells us that they snatched their wealth Haman snatched it, Korach snatched it, they took it unfairly, or by force, I don't know. But it was snatched. Says the Medrash, so too we find by two tribes in this week's Pashas Matais, B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain. They became exceedingly rich from the, from the spoils of Midian. They loved it. They owned livestock. What's livestock? It's things that you own that are alive. Livestock cows, sheep, and goats, B'nai of Bene Ruvain came forward to Moshe Rabbeinu and they asked for the territory on the east side of the Jordan River, the land that Moshe had already captured from Og. It's ours already. That land was full of grass. It was good for raising all of their livestock. Can we please stay here, over here in Efer HaYardin? Moshe eventually made a deal with the B'nai of Bene Ruvain and they got their wish. But now, B'nei Godu, B'nei were separated from the rest of their brothers. They were separated from the Holy Shvatim, the other Jewish Shvatim, because the mighty Jordan River, the Yardain, cut the land between them. And they would need to cross the Yarden every yomt so if They go to the, to the Mishkan in Shiloh, or later when the Besam Mikdash was built in Yerushalayim. This meant that mentally, they felt not so Jewish anymore. And the Ben God the Ben Ruvain were the first ones to stumble into Avodah Zorah and the first ones to be exiled by the Goyosha enemies of Israel. They went lost all because of what? Because of their fabulous wealth. The Bnei God the Ben Ruvain had riches and their beloved livestock. Oh. So what do we learn from this children? If your parents don't have enough money for things that you want, think. Hashem is telling you it's better that way. Wealth, when you shouldn't have it, is destructive. Kids, here at Musa Stories, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you are, who's listening out there to these podcasts and these Rin. So shoot us an email at info at We'd like some feedback. Tell us your name where you live, and what you like about it.